You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Welcome to Creative Geeky. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by almost the entire crew. Sean's not able to make it, but we got everyone here. Uh, otherwise, we've got Ray and Chris and, and Jen and Lauren. So how are y'all doing? Great. Hang no. in there. <laughs> uh, it's killing you in the gin. The, 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 the quarantine's killing you, huh? Um, Not just the quarantine. There's a lot of shit happening. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Things just suck right now, but you know. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, well, it's been a month since we've we've reconvened, so uh, I guess let's go ahead and just start with um, our our projects from last month. Um, I, 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 okay, so Ray and Chris, we, the only thing we had you down for was the move. Yes. I mean, and it, it's it. done. It's done. We're in. Woo! <laughs> it was good i think because it was just getting moving like getting it all set up was very a creative process because we couldn't do it the regular normal way we had to the the dumps are closed and like all the donation centers and everything's closed so there was no chance to declutter anything and like yeah, purge the house so. a lot of the stuff that we were ready to move and, and sell or get you know get donate we we had to move we have to take with us because yeah we couldn't actually do those things so we moved a lot more of the stuff that we didn't want yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we rented a, U, a big u-haul yes yeah. um which worked out really well and then on the day as I was cleaning up the old place, Ray's dad came down. Um, wore a mask wore the mask. entire time. Both parents wore a mask. And, and we stayed six feet apart, and my dad gave me a hand with the heavy stuff. The heavy stuff. So oh, you had to do all that in a mask. That sucks. He did. His my dad was staying and carrying, yeah. Um, That's tough. So, yeah. But they I do that, and then it was all done in one day. And, well, yeah. thank God we got the movie man the day before. Yeah, so yeah, I rented the moving van the day before, and then uh, that way we could load it all up. So got it at like 9 a.m. Uh, it was a 26 footer. Yes. <laughs> so it was a decent size. Uh, we loaded it up, and made sure everything was good. Yeah. Uh, and then the next the, day, you the and Morgan. Next, the next morning, all we had to load up were the mattresses. Yeah. Um, and some food, yeah. and that was it. So. It was kind of a scramble in the morning, and then we uh, yeah, and we, then, yeah. So Logan and I got into U-Haul and started driving down the road, and it felt weird leaving. It's like this is a little odd. Yeah. Because but then as soon as we pulled in the driveway, it, it was like okay, yeah, oh, well, yeah. we're home. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So it's yeah. been it's been fun setting stuff up. We've already had one emergency call to the plumber. Yes, that was fun. Wow. Everything was fine. It was something minor, but it was something that he couldn't fix. So. Well, I, I didn't want to fix it because <laughs> it would make making... so uh, the, the kitchen thing up, and I was concerned that it might have been the main stack. And I was like, no, I, I I'm not digging into that. I'm calling the professional. We're yeah. getting this done right. Yeah. Uh, could have dug into it, could have done, but I'm like, nope. <laughs> so I uh, got a hold of the clerk, and they, 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 they came that day. Yeah. Uh, within about an hour and a half of the call. And uh, it was just one small section of kitchen pipe that had been filled over the Lovingly last neglected. however hundred, well, no, probably like 50, several 60 years. years. <laughs> and 50, 60 years of crud just uh, decided to plug up. Yeah. So. <laughs> Lovely. 
yeah. yeah, but it's been fun trying to been fun setting this up and then what all the projects we want to do. Nothing has to be done. This is all just like stuff we want to do. With the exception of the roof and the siding. Yes. Those two have, have to be done. done. And the roof is already um, uh, scheduled next for next month. And the siding, we're just waiting on a couple of people to get back to us. Yeah. So. Good deal. Yeah. But it's good. Oh, and Chris did one project. Oh, I did. So we have this fan in the <laughs> living room, and it had those old-timey, like, wooden-looking blades on with it. The with the white design on them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Ray took them down, and I spray-painted them the semi-gloss black, and that was awesome. Oh, good deal. Yeah. yeah it was hey, really Ray built a computer. I think that counts as a creative thing. Oh. <laughs> Building. It's not done yet. <laughs> he literally just finished. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that was uh, that was a process, uh, especially with this whole COVID thing right now. Um, oh yeah, this has been a thing. So maybe so we'd want to save it for what we'll, we've been up to. We'll save it what we've been up it's to. It's a story. Okay, it's, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's see here. Um, uh, Lauren, you weren't on the episode last time. Um, what have you been what have you been up to since the last time we talked to you? Um sewing mask. I bet. I've seen you advertise quite a bit. I, I started making them for a friend uh, uh, who was nurses and I made a few and then they recommended me to other people and then a company on Fort Hood started ordering 150 at a time from me. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, so That's I mean amazing. it takes about 15 minutes per mask by myself. It's like a it's a process. Yeah. So I was uh, murdering myself and I finally caught up and I, I thought I was going to be on the show. And I was like, I'm just going to lay here for a second. And I fell asleep. <laughs> so I, I, as soon as I get home from work at three, I was sitting in the chair until two at night and oh, then turn wow. around and going back to work at seven and doing it all over just to try to keep up. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Good on you. And, and that's good use of your time too. Like that's, that's commendable. So, yeah. Yeah, it just I it took off way more than I thought, and like I said, I started charging five dollars just to cover fabric because I had to start ordering online, mm-hmm. and it's like everyone raised prices because they knew you need it. Like elastic, I was having to order off of Etsy, which was more expensive. Fabric, I was having to order off of Etsy because like any of the bigger stores said it could be up to four weeks before you got anything. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Sold out. They started putting clothes where the fabric was. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, at first, you know, whenever when everything first hit, they were putting like whatever they could in the areas where like toilet paper wa- was. I'm this last week. I'm finally seeing toilet paper staying there. But you're absolutely right. Like, I went on a run for fabric for my mom because she was making masks as well. And in fact, she is still selling some masks. But um, every, every time I'd go to Walmart, I'd I'd walk over to the fabric section and they're just like they like just they just kind of look at you and just like. Yeah. And just go back. Like they they know, I know it yeah, so um yeah, I'm fine I'm I'm feeling the same thing. It's not a heavy uptick in price, but uh it's uh ordering my uh filament for my three D printed stuff is definitely starting to climb. So, you know, whereas it used to be, oh, I remember ordering that a couple months ago and it was twenty two dollars a roll, now it's twenty six. So if if it keeps going up, it may be one of those things I have to adjust prices and be like, hey, listen, sorry, but yeah, you know, I've got to make something out of this process too. So 
uh, well, that's that's awesome to hear. Uh, I was making uh, face shields and, and and stuff for a while, and we we donated a bunch of them. So I I, I understand your pain on that, uh, trying to keep up making uh, PPE stuff for the local area. So that's great. Um, Jen. Yes. You were going to make cheese. I did. I made the cheese. You did make cheese. How did that go? <laughs> it was the stupidest process <laughs> you could imagine. It was so messy and just like a lot of work for I didn't even get what I started out to make. So like I was trying to make mozzarella. What I ended up with was more like ricotta. Mm-hmm. So I had this weird hybrid cheese. It still tasted all right, but like, yeah, it it was it was like two hours, you know, of stuff, and I had so many dirty dishes, and I'm straining it through the cloth, and just like the crap is getting everywhere. It was so messy and just not great. It wasn't great. <laughs> I wanted to like it. I wanted to like make it a thing that I did once in a while, and I still have 29 more servings in the kit to use up so i've got to keep doing it at least till that's done but yeah um ship it over to somebody called eugene's place right (laughs) and my kitchen is way too small so like everything i do i'm either doing on the stove or i'm like i've got a couple tiny little counters which are always covered in shit like they are now so it's just like even more infuriating but yeah i took pictures and uh, i think i shared with you guys yes you did it was an adventure for sure. And I, and I did it with a friend over like video chat. So we were kind of going through the process together, but hers did not seem quite as difficult as mine. I don't know if she was done quicker and she actually got mozzarella out of it. So I don't know, but yeah, I did it. I tried it. I made cheese. Well, good on you for at least trying it. I mean, yeah. uh, maybe when all this stuff is over, you can come over and we can do, do it as a group or something sometimes see if maybe more space and more help or something helps out you guys do that we have to skype with you at the same time oh yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) see if christy can figure out what i did wrong or i don't know if she (laughs) if she's into that stuff probably need to have laney's mom over (laughs) lynette she she seems she's the type of person that could look at something like that and be like okay this is what we need to change it was probably the milk i used because one it was slightly expired but also they say to use not super not ultra pasteurized milk and non-pasteurized is even better but of course Mm -hmm. the grocery stores don't sell non-unpasteurized and the the milk i bought didn't say ultra pasteurized it just said pasteurized anyways Mm -hmm. that affects the effectiveness of the milk so that could have something to do with it but Hmm. FYI, if you're looking to make cheese, nobody's <laughs> gonna want to make cheese after my <laughs> raving <laughs> reviews. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Sure, I'm um, just being dramatic, but the uh, the thing on my project was working on my proton pack, and even though it technically I did not crack it open until just a couple of nights ago. Uh, if you're watching the video version, let me just kind of scoot over here. Still counts. Yep. It's open for surgery. I'm in the process of. There's several things I want to change on this thing, and none of them are like super hard or super in depth. It's just I I find trying to change too many things at once tends to cause issues. So I'm literally like, okay, the first thing I'm going to do is change out the smoker. So once I get that done, I'll hook it up, make sure it works, 
Great. Okay, now I can rewire the lights. Let me rewire the lights. Does it still work? Great. Now I can move the CPU from the wand to the pack, and I can kind of keep going from there. So it, it's a process. The other thing is, is um, uh, I'm you know I'm still home. I will be home until June 1st, and then pretty much I have to go back full time at work. At least it's going to be. It's only going to be for six days because that's I'll only have six days left on my contract. Uh, but they're six 10-hour days, so it's going to be fun. Um, anyway, so I'm in the pro- I'm trying to get this stuff wrapped up for that. Um, and 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 you know, uh, this last weekend was supposed to be EGX and. So it's one of those things that's also like the next convention coming up that says they're still going to do their thing is uh, one in Austin. And they're still saying, yes, we're still doing it. And, you know, I'm, I haven't really brought it up with the rest of the Ghostbusters, but it's kind of like, I don't know, guys. Like, if some of y'all want to go, that's fine. But I don't – I'm pretty sure Laney's not going to go, and I'm probably going to, you know, step back as well. I have a feeling though the rest of them are going to be like, no, this is mm, this is way too early. So we'll catch y'all Which next year. Austin is still happening. Uh, Classic Game Fest says oh, they're really? they're still going. Yeah. So um, we'll, no we'll table for see. EGX this year. Since yeah. There's no EGX to promote. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh uh. So you know, it's like I'm wanting to get this stuff done, but I don't have a hard deadline. Because it's like, okay, well, when is the next time I'm feasibly going to put this thing on? Although, I did have a thought. I was, you know, I follow several of the Ghostbuster groups, and some of them, like, you know how people have been doing parades for either kids for graduation or for birthdays or something like that? And some of these groups that have an ecto have been contacted about being part of these little mini parades. And I was like, oh, my God. Ah, if, if this would have been a perfect time for me to have gotten my car done because then I, I would have been like, hell yeah, I'll go drive down the street and honk for the kid that, you know, just graduated or whatever. So um, another side project that I had come up, uh, I've been working on a bunch of little things, but um, uh, Mother's Day was just a few, uh, well, not too long ago. It was like a couple weeks ago. And uh, so I was like, you know what? bake you know the, uh, bake a cake and normally i have the boys help me decorate the cake and um <laughs> i was like this time i was like you know what I, I don't i don't know if christy really wants all these marshmallows and sprinkles on it i'll just do a quick decoration on it and it turned out okay but yeah i really really need to work on my centering <laughs> uh yeah uh i don't know if i don't know if my uh if my font was too big or what but it yeah it, it was okay um it tasted font. oh no it tasted fantastic but it's just yeah it's like it's one of those things it's like i don't need to constantly bake cakes to practice but i definitely need practice <laughs> so did you I, put the s on the side of the cake just for fun it was no i actually just, oh, i just completely oh. left it off i thought about that i really thought about just trying to do the s on the side but anyway uh <laughs> she she thought it was great especially with everything that's going on it's just like of course this is this is the corona version of of a mother's day cake so <laughs> my mom uh, always says the worse a cake looks the better it tastes so not that that, that is bad, the case but, you know. uh well uh tonight's episode uh i, I just kind of threw out there i i it was kind of inspired by the setup that I have here in uh, my office currently, uh, but it was mainly inspired by y'all's move, Ray, 
uh, and that is we're, we were going to discuss um, workspaces, um, previous workspaces, your current workspace, maybe what you, your dream workspace is. Um, so if, if, would anyone like to kind of go first, just talk about like some places that you've, you've had to work to get, you know, and, and it can be anything. It can be like, like real work. It could be like, uh, you know, the creative stuff that you want to do, it can, whatever it might be. Um, I'll go first because right, I don't have a workspace. So um, it's my kitchen table usually, uh-huh. which is very unproductive. Uh, the five weeks I was working at home was not great. Um, I have an office. I have a desk. I have uh, another desk that I would like to clear off and have room to actually do projects. But um, that served as like my plant growing or seed starting station for the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't even really get into that room right now. So that's the progress I'm making on that. But yeah, ideally I would have this great, you know, office room that has all this star Wars stuff everywhere. That's like really funky and fun and makes me feel creative. And instead I just have a house that stresses me out everywhere I go. So <laughs> that's my what is it? What does it stress you out? Cause there's, Nothing is done. Nothing is complete. There's a mess everywhere. There's piles. There's projects. I can't keep up. Like, everything is awful. <laughs> it's just, like, never ending. Can't do it. Can't do it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ray, what is, your, what is your workspace been like? What is it going to be? What is it now? So, I've gone from a shop where like I had dedicated, I wasn't ready for the shop that I had. No, you didn't deserve that shop. No, it (laughs) it had dedicated, um, 200 volt power. It had dedicated, uh, heating space, uh, which we just never hooked up because it was, uh, it was an old wood stove that we should have hooked up at the time. Um, it, it was it was an epic workshop and I never used it because I didn't know anything. I, I didn't know anything at the time. That so, was our first. Uh, was was, our first house. He was 23 by the way, so you know, <laughs> it's come a long way. <laughs> so, so then we moved into a uh, an empty garage uh, that didn't have uh, anything, anything in it, and then a basement that had nothing in it as well. Um, and then what we did was put some, we just used the basement as shelving and the garage became the workspace and I actually made a wicked, it was uh, really my, my father and I, and I made a wicked uh, bench, workbench. Uh, it was made of hemlock top and uh, it was, we were starting to get it really nice and decided to sell. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I got about a month's use out of that, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, oh, yeah. Months, two maybe. maybe. Anyway. So there wasn't a lot of uh, time spent in that space. Uh, and then we moved to a place where I had no workshop. So I had to create what we call what we called Tent City. And that was uh, I would attach the um, the tarps to the side of the house, because who gives a shit about the side of the house that you're replacing the siding on eventually anyway? Mm-hmm. I draped that over top of my tools uh, in order to stay out of the rain. Uh, and it was necessary because I needed to do work <laughs> and had no workspace. I remember cutting uh, wood in the snow. Um, it was a couple feet of snow outside, and I had to make a, 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 a 
and Kitchen I Island. Think, uh, well, Kitchen Island. Yeah. And then eventually a coffee table as well outside. Uh, a lot of time in the last six years has been spent outside in the and and I'm so ready for a shop. Which you get. Which I am. <laughs> to where I am now, and so I now have a garage that will be dedicated to workspace. Uh, I'm excited because this weekend is actually supposed to be really nice. And I'm going to empty it all out of the stuff that uh, we had to jam in there from the move. Uh, really take my time, go through everything properly, make sure that it's all um, uh, separated properly first. Uh, and it's the beginning of me actually setting up my dream shop, uh, minus the heat. I, I don't get heated there just yet, but that's a someday thing, hopefully. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. The single Very cool. Parts that we're never going to use as a garage. Yeah, it's it's never going to be used as a garage. It's always going to be a workshop. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be mainly woodworking, uh, but I'm hoping to get some other things out there as well. The other cool thing is that about this house is that uh, if I ever do delve into the 3D printing realm, I'm able to put a whole shop downstairs for that dedicated to that. So uh, it will be inside and warm the whole time. So nice. Yeah, because they don't they don't like wild uh, wild temperature uh, swings. In fact, it's it's to the point that uh, it's kind of hard to see behind me. But on the shelves behind me, some of my older filaments I've gone through in all my filaments now. Um, actually, here's a good example. It's sitting right here. I went and bought uh, gallon size Ziploc bags, and uh, because when they ship you the filament, it com- usually comes in plastic, and it it's got um, uh, these little silicon packets in there and it's to it's to help uh, keep moisture from getting into the filament now granted it's in my house uh it you know central air conditioning central heat um but there is moisture in the house and i think the longer this stuff is sitting out the more brittle it gets uh and i've definitely found that uh just in like the several weeks that uh i was off camp you know i've been off campus off work I went back up there to check the 3D printer, and as soon as I grabbed it, and it's normally the better filament that I use, like that's what we buy at campus. As soon as I grabbed it, like it just broke off in my hand, and I was just like, "All right, I guess the temperature changes up here are are hanging as well." So I've gone back hmm. and 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 done that, uh, and I've started keeping all my filament in uh, in these Ziploc bags. You know, I just basically keep rotating whichever ones are in there and throwing them. Every time I buy a new thing of uh, filament, I get a little silica packet, so I just throw it in there. That are, some of these bags have two and three packets in there, and I'm just like, maybe I can start pulling some of the moisture out and and being able to keep this filament going longer. Those silicon seen... packets are great for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Have you seen the actual um, – there's a, a case that you can buy that you have to plug into the wall, but it keeps optimal humidity for filament? Yes. And in fact, some people, there's a specific one you can buy, like people started making them. But what a lot of uh, people, uh, 3D printer enthusiasts have figured out was um, if you can find a, um, uh, oh, like so, you like make jerky in a, um, um, what is that thing called? I'm blanking out. Dehydrator? Dehydrator. If you can buy a dehydrator that is open enough in it, people have been taking filament that's been sitting out for a while, throwing it in there letting it dry out, pull all the moisture out of the filament, and then bagging it up to help prolong the, the filament. Maybe you slide. need, like, an air purifier or something in that room to keep it, you know. Like, doesn't that suck out the humidity and keep the air cleaner? 
It should. Uh, like I said, I, I really think it's just part of it is because it, it was um, technically it was more expensive, but the film in it, the, the brand of film in itself uh, just overall tends to, to have issues. Uh, and I'm almost through all of it. I used a lot of that for Luckily, I was able to um, uh, revive a lot of it to make like the headbands and the masks and stuff that I was donating. Once it's processed, once it's heated up to that 210, 220 degrees Celsius, and you know, made into something, it's fine. It's just sitting there coiled up. It it tends to pull in moisture and will cause it to get brittle. You would think pulling in moisture would cause it to not be brittle, but it's just the opposite. It's weird. So, um, Chris, what has your workspace been like? I've never really had one ever. Um, I've never had living room. Yeah, it's so it's just the living room. I've never been one of those people who got super into crafting. Like there was like five minutes where I got really into scrapbooking and then realized that it's just way too tedious for me and I don't have the attention span for it. Um, and yeah, so I've never, and I never craved a workspace either. So that was the other thing too, is I've never felt like I needed something. When I was writing, I just, because of the age of the kids when they, when I started writing, I think they were like four and two. I think um, I couldn't go to an office or anything like that. I was out with the kids making sure that they didn't kill each other. So I just would write on the couch. And that's just sort of what happened. I, the, yeah, it's always been a living room. Oh, yeah, I was going to say all of your projects, whether you're knitting or, or crocheting, crocheting or, or uh, writing at the time, it's always been small enough that she's in the living room just mm-hmm. kind of hanging out and doing her thing at the yeah. time. So it's never big projects, uh, no. minus the blankets, but the blankets are even, you you're like, on the... You just throw money while you're <laughs> Use the blanket later. Um, when I'm baking, though, I will say, when I'm baking, um, so our first kitchen that we had, I... Was shit. Well, it was a basement apartment. And I didn't cook. Um, it was just sort of, it was survival cooking. And then when we had our, bought our first house... I had like a galley kitchen with my first ever dishwasher. That was a portable dishwasher that you drag yeah, out and like hook up to yeah. the to the faucet. Um, but I thought it was fantastic because I didn't I never had a dishwasher my whole life. And I liked the galley kitchen. I, it was fine. And then and I had a really great pantry. They the people before us had converted a, a closet, a full mm-hmm. size into a pantry. It was amazing. Um, and then our second house that we had. It was a brand new house, so I got very all caught up, and it's brand new and not old, and the snake isn't going to come into the basement while I'm trying to feed my baby. And <laughs> that happened. Because that happened in our first house. And um, it had the kitchen had no pantry, but I liked the U-style shape of the kitchen, so I had like a whole expanse of uninterrupted I could just spread all the baking out. Like That's when I started really getting into baking. And then when we moved um, into the trailer, it was really small, but we were only there for the summer, so I didn't really get into baking really. Like baking in that trailer was not ideal. I hated the oven because it was gas, and I couldn't figure out how to use it. Yeah, it was propane. Um, propane. And I never figured out how to use it properly. Anyways, and then when we lived in the rental, well, I didn't bother because it wasn't going to be ours for very long. And then when we moved into our cottage. 
the kitchen was so <laughs> small. But I that's when I really got into baking. And I made it work. As long as I have an uninterrupted stance of countertop, I'm fine. I can, and I love glass top counter, uh, ovens. Mm-hmm. Glass countertop ovens are amazing because they're just a second counter space. They're just more counter space. Um, so here, it's an old-timey kitchen. They have never changed the cabinets out since this was originally built in the 1900s, early, early 1900s. Yeah. Wow. This is built between sometime between 1900 and 1910. So, so are they, they like butcher block or? No, the countertops have been changed out. They were changed out. Okay. Cupboards, the, uh, yeah. Okay. Cupboards are still original to the house. Slap them, uh, some paint on there, and you'll be good. I got brand new counter uh, cabinets that way. <laughs> so much paint. It's, the layer of paint is thicker than the wood. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on all the molding, on all the doors, and all the cabinets, are so it's shiny and thick. You can feel how much paint is on it. Anyway, so what we're doing because it's not, it's only. A little stretch, and it's not very functional. And then I have, we have this other little chunk of brand new, like newer cabinetry because they put a dishwasher there. Yeah. But it's not functional because the toaster and the microwave sit there. And it doesn't match up. With it doesn't, no. So what we're doing and what we've ordered is just a, a simple island from Ikea. And we pick that next month. Next month. We'll pick that up. So it just, it's, it's enough it's to put it. two stools underneath, yeah. and then I have more storage on one side, but it's just a spot, and I'm looking forward to it. Temporary then spot. I, yeah, temporary spot, because then I can actually spread out. It's like almost four feet long, I think, of just yes, being able to spread out and do the baking. And Although, apparently here in Canada, everybody's like hoarding flour and yeast. I can't find it. Yeah, can't find yeah, it. Yeah, same here. Well, wow. for a while it was the same. We... Oh, I would go to I think I'll... yeast was hard to find, but then the restaurant started selling it in bulk, so you could find it there. Well, well I'll have to check that out that, because yeah. I can't find yeast and I'm starting to run out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, my emergency yeast pizza yeast. Pizza yeast. <laughs> I heard you can grow your own. Like, there's been some articles about how you just, you know, put some stuff out and make your own yeast, but I don't know if you trust yourself. Well, <laughs> just. Yeah, that yes. seems like it could turn go sideways real quick. <laughs> so here it'll just be the living room. I I don't again I don't have hobbies that require a lot of stuff or space needed. I don't I'm not now a few years from now, ask us again for the kitchen and we're in there. Yeah, so, so it'll be a little different. It'll be different. But right now it's fine. Yeah. And Logan likes baking too, so she's actually been doing the majority of the baking. She needs to learn. She's to very messy though. Herself. We're learning how to clean up after ourselves. <laughs> Lovely. Well, very cool. Uh, Lauren, I, I mean, granted, right now on my screen you're just a little bit bubble, but I have seen where you are broadcasting from, and you like have a legit workspace like has that always been the case or no i've only had this for about a year and a half i finally decided i was going to take some space i was working out of my garage uh-huh. and you know Ooh. texas gets very warm and there's no breeze in the garage mm-hmm. even with like fans and stuff it wasn't very helpful mm-hmm. sometimes uh my husband come out and say that i'd need to come in and drink some water because i'd been out there for like way too long working on projects and looked like i was gonna pass out <laughs> 
But yeah, for probably the first three years that I cosplayed, I did it out of the garage, like built everything, crafted everything. That's a sauna. You're basically working in a sauna. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to lose weight if you're trying to kill yourself. (laughs) Well, there's that. Yeah. But uh, so I share. So this half's mine, and then that half over there is my husband. If you can hear him clicking in the background as he plays his game. Uh huh. Um, but uh, I took half of it, and I was like, you know, I've got to have a space inside to work because I just I couldn't take being outside anymore in hundred degree weather in the garage. Uh-huh. But it looks nice now. But it it was a process, like because it's expensive to get the things you want to. So like, oh yeah, I had to like slowly add to it and watch for things to go on sale. And I like to uh, thrift shop and I find little things like the cork board someone was getting rid of and I took it and then I just had to order pegs for it. So it was like a, a process to get something decent. This is like an old countertop that Ikea marked down because it had scratches on it. Uh-huh. And then I put um, the little four door bins under it. Nice. nice. So, <laughs> it's pieced together, but it looks it looks nice now. But as long as it's functional, I mean, that's that's the thing. Yeah. The only thing I can't figure out how to do is store my foam well. It just ends up in rolls under my desk. <laughs> I have to hide my uh, what extra foam I have in a uh, guest room closet because if I leave it in my office and I allow the cats in here, the one cat, they love foam. Like, he will pull it out and chew on it, and I'm like, what are you doing? So... I understand, but um, so I, I mean, in in my office, I I have this this six foot table set up that uh, my my dad purchased for like game nights and stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna set that up in there so that I have a place to work, because even though I've had this office and we've been in this house for 15 years, um, it's just not, it it, it doesn't really work as an office and an office and a place to really work if you kind of get what i'm saying so like i mean yes if i want to turn this into a workshop i probably could i could get rid of the shelves but then i'm like well then where do i put all my stuff um you know and i could put like all the 3d printers on one side because i i do have three 3d printers in here um i've got this table that i'm sitting at now that's not bad and i've got a i've got a, a healing um cutting mat on it so i can work on it um but I don't know, like, sometimes I do like to just kind of, like, put my headphones on and focus on what I'm doing. But there's a lot of time I'm like, I just need more room. I need to be able to spread out. Or I just want to feel like I'm still kind of part of what's going on. So for the most part, my work area has consisted of uh, the dining room table, uh, the kitchen island, and then especially if I'm doing any painting, then – uh, the, the table that's outside on the back patio. Um, and, and I've played around with ideas of like, you know, I, I've seen there, there's a guy out there that's selling plans for basically it's like a, a decent like workbench and what you, it folds up against the wall and then you, you know, you fold the legs out and it folds down and it's a, you know, completely great workbench. But, um, my wife and I, you know, are, are both very uh, adamant about parking in the garage. So I, I don't have a garage that I can use as a workshop. Um, you know, when I do, I have tried that. I have been like, all right, I'm going to go out there and work and it's going to be, it's going to be okay. And it'll be in the evening. So it won't be deadly hot. It'll just be hot. But then it's like, all right, well, I still have to clean up. I still have to move stuff around so I can pull the car in. 
Um, and and Christy has been pretty um, forgiving over time. Like uh, both of the well, actually my proton pack, the boys' protons pack, proton packs, Laney's, and my second one mostly were constructed on the dining room table, to the point that. Uh, at least on our previous dining room table, it was like, all right, we're going to eat on this half of the table, and the rest of the half of the table is for daddy until he can get his craziness done. Um, so, you know, and, and it's honestly, there's, uh, we love this house. We've, lo- we've been in this house for 15 years. Um, we're actually looking at doing kind of a big addition in the backyard in, in the way of a pool. But, um, we've kind of just the boys are getting older and eventually they're going to want their own room, which means our guest room. Cause that's another place that I've thought, well, hell, I could take up the guest room, but unfortunately we have to have the guest room for guests. Um, if I like when Canadians it, randomly come visit you, I honestly, if we had, if we were deciding we were going to stay in this house, like permanently, I would really consider looking at getting a Murphy bed so that, I could use that room and just be like, okay, well, the grandparents are coming down this week. I just won't be able to work in there. Put all my stuff to the side. Pull the bed down. Sean has a Murphy bed. It was the coolest thing. I'd never seen one in real life. I've I've seen one in real life. In fact, the a house I lived in for a while there, we had a Murphy bed in, in this guest bedroom, and it was it was always a cool thing. Um, but you know that's something that we thought about. But it, it really comes down to two things. We really want to move for two things. We need one extra room in the house. So that the, each of the boys can have their own room, and then we can have a guest room for when we do have guests. Daddy can have um, two rooms to work in. And then Daddy wants a third garage that um, will be air-conditioned. We'll at least have an air-conditioner of some sort. Um, not on the main AC, because that would pull way too much power and cause it to work way too hard. Just something I can go in there and be like, all right, well, I'm going to go out there and work it. You know, go flip it on 30 minutes beforehand and at least not walk out there and die. Um, but I, I really need a, a workspace for like building things like, you know, large things like this, or, you know, I, I watch several woodworkers on YouTube and I keep thinking that might be something that I eventually get into. It's just, I, I watch these guys and I'm just like, man, that is cool looking. And it's like wood. So it's like not going anywhere. Whereas I know, just keep laughing. Stop uh, saying Yes. Uh, whereas, you know, the pla- technically the plastic's going to be here longer on the planet, but in reality, you know, if I made a sturdy chair, like, there's a chance I could be handing that down, like, generations. I don't think I'm going to be handing down this proton pack to the boys. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but, yeah, like, it, that may be something that eventually, you know, comes up on my radar that I want to do. But I'd, I'd like to have... a lot of wood out there if you want some. <laughs> Thank you for so, offering your wood. Somebody uh, gave me a lot of wood, so Sharon. Um, so we're – I can't tell you just – like the other night um, I was soldering uh, – I had several matrixes that I had to sell, and so I did my normal thing, and I went and set up on the dining room table, and I had stuff out on the cabinet. But I had this this table set up behind me, and this isn't going to be a permanent thing. But my God, it was so nice at the end of the night to be able to just go, all right, well, I need to start getting ready for bed and just like grab stuff, walk in here and put it down and be like, all right, I can still get to it. If I wanted to work in here, I could. But when I it's time to go work again, I'll just have to grab. I don't have to like fully pull it up, you know, put it up and, and everything else. So, um, I, you know, it, it, I've worked in, in basically no space and then I've worked where I've had a little bit more space and 
man, it, I would love to have a dedicated room. And it doesn't have to be huge, but I just I need a place that I can work. Because the nicest thing is, and it's not, I'm not talking about not cleaning up. When I say not cleaning up, you know, of course, sweeping or, or vacuuming or, or whatever you need to do and, and putting tools up. I just mean if I'm working, I don't want to have to put everything up. Because, you know, that's sometimes that's 10 to 15 minutes just getting your tools and stuff out and then getting to work. So if you've only got an hour to work in the evening, you may spend half of it, you know, unpacking and, and repacking. So and I'm seeing a lot of head bobbing here. A lot of people are in the same this is why boat. I have piles everywhere. Yeah, it's because rather than put it up, I just leave it out for next time. And unfortunately, that's what ends up happening to this desk a lot of times is I will get, you know, different piles like right now. When I have a bunch of uh, orders, I had 22 orders at one point. The guest bedroom was like the bed was covered in orders. I would have been able to get them out earlier, but I haven't been able to get boxes from the post office. Um, but, you know, it was nice to be able to do that. Otherwise, this desk would have been covered and nothing would have happened here. Like I may have had to get to the point where I was either putting stuff on the floor just so I could podcast or literally podcasting off of my laptop. Um, because it, it will get that full, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm kind of working something out here. Like I said, this table becoming a permanent fixture, I don't think is going to happen at least, but as long as I'm working on this proton pack, I, it's, I got a feeling it's going to be, that's where it's going to be. So, cause it's, it's nice to be able to work here, turn around, install stuff, come back here and work. And I'm just like, I don't need that much more room. You know, there's a little part of me that almost thinks maybe I should get rid of some of my collecting stuff, collector stuff. And I'm like, Nah. (laughs) If I could trust it at my work, I would start shifting more stuff to work, but I don't, I don't trust it. It'll disappear. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, ideally I would love to have just either like a room or a, a third garage or something like that, that I could work in. And like I said, go out there and work for a couple hours in the evening, you know, after work, after dinner, after the boys are gone to bed or whatever. And then, be able to, all right, well, it's quitting time and go get cleaned up and go to bed. I could get a lot more work done that way if I didn't have to, con- <laughs> if I wasn't constantly, all right, let me shift everything over so we can eat dinner. <laughs> so, um, I was trying to think of that was something else I was going to ask. Um, so, I mean, space kind of seems like the big thing. Um, I, one of my dream things is my mom has my mom uh, redid her house this over this last year, like renovated pretty much everything. I know because my brother and I did a lot of the work on that. Anyway, one of the things that she specifically did was she's now that she's retired, she's really gotten into sewing and she set up a little sewing area kind of just like as a little offshoot from her living room. And my wife had the idea, why don't you go get some pegboard and like you can paint it red so you know it's colorful or whatever. And you put all of your sewing stuff on there. And every time I walk into her house, usually she's back over there working and I'm just so envious because everything's nice and neat and laid out. And I'm just like, oh, that is it's it's dreamy. It's like that is it's beautiful. It's something that I Yes, it's very much so. In fact, I just kind of like redid my little closet here that I have a bunch of stuff in, uh, got rid of some of the stuff, but I moved some of the drawers and they're now sitting here kind of beside me and just being able to turn around and grab some of this stuff out of here. I'm just like, why didn't I do this like a long time ago? Like what, what was I thinking? Um, 
but yeah, the the having stuff organized, um, it's it's funny. I, I keep talking about for the book club or for this show, we need to read Adam Savage's book about every tool is a hammer because he talks about organization and he talks about how like Jamie Heineman like working in his shop, he's like all of the hammers in his shop are in one place. And he's like, it drives, it used to drive me insane because if I was in the metalworking area, I had to walk all the way across the shop to the woodworking area to get a hammer. He's like, why don't you have a hammer there? And he's like, it's because of the way he works. He's like, I, he's like, I will in a bet when he's walking through, as he's walking through, he's planning out his next five or six steps. So it's convenient for him. Whereas like uh, Adam Savage is like, nothing, I can't do drawers. There are no drawers in my shop. Drawers are where tools go to die. And I'm like, I could see that, but I like drawers, especially if you take the time you get them nice and organized and stuff. It's, I don't know. The really flat ones that, yeah. Yes, the really flat ones that you can just, yes. Stack, and like, yeah. oh, okay, so this was porn level to me is taking the time to get that foam that you could cut the tool out so you know exactly, you pull out the drawer and you go, there's a hammer missing. Where's that hammer? And you know exactly which hammer. Go- oh, that is so awesome. I just. How do you even do that? I need that for my jewelry box because <laughs> my stuff just slides everywhere. I need something to hold it in place. My plan is to have the, the pegboard definitely. Uh-huh. Actually outline with where each tool goes. Yes. I want to do that as well. Yes. I no, want I, to. And I do. this has been a, a dream of mine for a long time. We've just never really had any space that I've, I've actually done this. So I'm excited to set up this shop here to do that. And again, outline everything. Because right now, I know exactly where the majority of the tools are of the Shedrick. It's, it's a gong show. I have totes of tools everywhere. Uh-huh. But I know where the tools are. And... I know that Chris wants to get into helping out and using tools. Yes. And so I think that'll be the best way for us to be able to share that space is first of all, I'll have it so that she can see where the tools are, but also that we both put it back in the same spot. And I say both because I'll be the one that doesn't put it there. (laughs) Okay. Clarify, I'm the organized one. Yes. You're not. (laughs) Since we're on the topic of organizing stuff, this isn't – workspace related but i'm curious lauren since you're also a cosplayer and your cosplays are much more intricate than mine even um how do you keep that stuff organized because i have half of a closet in my guest room with that stuff hanging and then i have four totes which are very inconvenient to get anything out of but they're labeled but like i'm like there's got to be a better way an easier way so like what do you do I don't think there's really much easier ways. (laughs) Uh, So in my garage, I actually have a um, clothes hanger hanging up out there, and I uh, bag each costume together, and I actually try to take a photo so I know what's in each bag. So each one has their own clothing bag. But my armor is so massive, you can't put it in containers, because in Texas, if you leave it outside, it, like, melts together and loses all of its shape. So I actually buy uh, dress forms, and then I put it on there. And then I put it on a shelf in the garage because okay. I don't have storage in the house yeah. where a foam really should live if you have it shaped. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I like when stores are going out of business and stuff and they're selling those dress forms and stuff really cheap. I yeah. purchase them for 25 bucks and That's I store smart. my costumes on them. And then like uh, never like try to stick them together. Always try to have like almost like wax paper in between them. 
because oh, again the paint and stuff will like stick to I, I've run so much stuff <laughs> yeah see I don't have anything that intricate or like that I think would be a melting hazard or even a like shaping hazard well, maybe a couple of things that I have like cardboard f- forms for but yeah I'm like just storing all the props and the wigs and the the shit that no. you don't you're like I'll use this again someday and then it ends up being four totes and you're yeah. Wigs are really good to do. I tried putting them all out. I thought that was going to be cool, but it takes up so much space. Uh-huh. If you get like uh, old shoe boxes and actually keep the stuffing from your shoes and put it in the wig heads, it's better too because your wigs keep form and you can put them all away. Yeah, right now they're just in those plastic things. They come in and it's not great. Yeah, they're just smushed in the container. <laughs> but I haven't cosplayed in a long time either, so... I'm kind of like, maybe I should downsize a little bit because it takes up a lot of room. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, like, if you look in my bedroom, there's, like, mannequins with, like, helmets and stuff. We got a guy came over for floor estimates the other day. He's like, <laughs> those are interesting. And, you know, I see them all the time, so I forget they're there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's funny. We have a lady that comes to clean the house. We've had her come the last every month for a while now, but uh, we'll probably go back to bi-monthly. Um, but yeah, she doesn't really come clean in my office because usually all the, th- the 3d printers and stuff are going and she flat out told my wife, she goes, I don't know what I was in there and it looks scary. <laughs> <laughs> He's growing body parts or something. Well, I'm sure she has no clue. Like she looks in there and there's two, you know, nuclear accelerators hanging on the wall with a bunch of jumpsuits. Like She's what is this dude into? Yeah. Set something off. Cause I mean, By like all way- my. All of my my jumpsuits are hanging here. My Jedi costumes hanging here. My wizard robes are all like hanging on this one place. But like, you know, there's other places in here a little bit higher up in some of the places that I could put some decorations that I have. That it's just like now it's getting like, am I getting too cluttered? And it's it's a thing, man. Yeah, I was gonna say I I lied. I said I don't know the last time I cosplayed. Technically, this morning I wore the wizard robe. I don't call it cosplay, but I wore it for like 30 minutes for a scavenger hunt we did for a coworker. Uh-huh. It was freaking hot. Like it wasn't even that hot outside yet. It was probably like 80 something, but like the humidity uh-huh. and wearing that thing. Oh, that's warm. That's yeah. Well, that's not compared to what it got up to today. <laughs> no, it it's it's already hitting those. Uh, it was high overcast 90s. too. Yeah. yeah. Which is also helping the decision about getting the pool. It's just like, man, it would have been nice to just go jump in the pool real quick and be good. So, um, but yeah, like, so, I mean, organizing tools, that's, that's a huge thing for me. Um, but organ, like you said, organizing just like your, your, your materials, uh, is, is another big thing. Like, uh, I've got three shelves back here dedicated to uh, filament and actually I'm hoping to run through it. Maybe I can get down to two shelves, but I've got filament there. I've got filament, you know, over here or whatever that doesn't take up a huge amount of, a huge amount of space. But like, um, whenever I go to paint, I've got a couple of rolls of like, um, it's not really butcher paper. It's just kind of like, you know, that, uh, paper you like you put down for, you know, painting or whatever. I've got rolls of that, that sitting over here, you know, that takes up some, some space. I did have the foam, over here next to the printer, but I had to move it somewhere else because, like I said, the cat kept coming in and 
And then on top of that, I've got like uh, the guest bedroom has also kind of been uh, somewhat of a storage for uh, all my shipping materials because um, anytime I'm able to get a hold of uh, uh, styrofoam peanuts that I need for shipping smaller stuff and then like some of the bigger stuff, I've been hoarding a bunch of the uh, air pockets from like uh, Amazon. I can use those for the 3D, uh, the ecto goggles that I make. I can use those to ship it. I can't use them for the matrixes. It's. It just doesn't work out. Do you need out. more of those? Because I got plenty. Uh, yeah, I may come get just some bubbles. from you. So if the I get um, if I get some more orders for those uh, for those uh, ecto goggles, I may come over and get them because it's a lot more economic than having to dump a ton of yeah. those little peanuts in there. So because like I said, there it, it's it's built a little stronger. So if it gets banged up a little bit, it's not as bad. And honestly, I've started taking the time to go dropping that all of that stuff off at a shipping place. And not dropping it off at the post office because if I drop it off at the post office, it's literally shown up, looks like someone's kicked it. Oh, uh, and I've had to, then I have to file and get that money and then reprint the thing and resend it to the person. And it's. Do it's they a charge pain. more to ship from those places? If you're dropping off, no, like, it may end up being a little bit more, but because I'm going through Etsy, like, literally, I buy all my shipping through Etsy. Um, I package it here. I put the label on it and everything. So I literally can walk in there, put everything on the cabinet and just walk out. And like, unless I'm buying something from them, I'm just like, hi, bye. And they're cool. So, but, uh, yeah. So storing materials, um, you know, and, and you were talking about, someone was talking about holding on to all the little things, just, you know, and I've I, you you look at these professional, co- especially professional cosplayers, and they're you know they'll tell you don't throw away your foam extras. You 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 never know when you're going to need. Oh man, I just need one little piece. I don't really want to have to cut it off this sheet. If I just had kept that little piece from, and it adds up. It's you know, it's got to go somewhere. I mean, it's preferable that it would go into something useful than you know, say in the trash or something. But at some point, you just got to look around and be like. Well, I can't work because I have too much stuff. <laughs> yep. So, does anyone have anything they want to add to the whole workspace thing? Is there, you know, is there something that you find that you you need in the workspace or something you like in the workspace that kind of that helps you? Whether it be, uh, I mean, lighting is definitely a big thing. You know, that's another reason I don't like to work in here as much is because, um, I think. I take that back. I may I may have actually put LED bulbs in this in this fan. If I have not, these are the these are still the bulbs that were in this fan when this house was built. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, well, yes, they eat up more power, but they still work. So um, you know, and they're not quite as bright as they could be. Uh, so it, it it you know having enough light. That's the other thing. That's one of the nice things about working in the kitchen is it seems like there's plenty of light and plenty of space and. So I worked, uh, my boss and I uh, worked on a table that we made for the old house. And I, we, I went into his shop. His woodworking shop was in his basement. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with the space because he had all the different tools and that was all cool. But he also had a dust, collect, uh, dust collection system. That was amazing, and mm-hmm. set it up so that you could just sweep it into the floor, like swept all the floor right into the, the one section area, and it would just get, it would get rid of all of it. And I'm like, that is definitely going in my shop. So mm-hmm. at some point, I'll be setting up the dust collection just so that I can uh, 
<laughs> sweep up right into the into the vacuum and away you go, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just just seeing the tools that have like the adapters to like you know the whether it be a chop saw or a table saw, and it's just like, man, being able to like cut wood and then not have to go spend you know 15 minutes sweeping up all of the dust and everything else, man, that would be nice. I think having a home for everything, everything yeah. having a place for me is super important. Like I don't like clutter. I don't like it at all. Right now it's fine and fine. <laughs> the house is going to be fine. But I, I'm a big fan of everything having a home and that's where it goes when you're done with it. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of things on workspaces either. So in the kitchen right now I have my mixer out. Uh, it's a nice mixer. It's silver. It's pretty. Um, but it's out. But it's out because <laughs> there's nowhere to put it, first of all. But I, it gets a lot of use. But I would mm-hmm. like to have had a spot to put it away so it's not on the countertop. Um, also, because I will take things in and out like 15 different times in a day that I'd like it put away. And then the other countertops got the microwave and the toaster and the fruit bowl on it. It's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really put a microwave away. I don't think. No, we had ours on top of our fridge before, yeah. and I liked it. But you we can't, can't do that. You it's can't just, have it inside of the like my sister. Hers is in her Hers island. Is in the island. Oh. So it's all tucked away, and you it's can't really see it. So. See, my mixer has to live on my counter. I have nowhere to put it otherwise. So I have like lots of uh, what's it called appliances out because there's just no room in my kitchen. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, but I like having things that will, like, all of my, well, I don't sew. I would like to sew, but someday. it's all in a container, and I can just grab that container, and everything that I need for the sewing work is all in that container. All of my knitting and crocheting stuff is all in one big tote. So it all just lives there, and I just can grab that one thing, bring it out, go through whatever I need, and then put it all away. So, I, yeah, I like having things that have home. I just thought of something, and I gotta share this real quick because it made me really excited. So, like, um, it's it's behind me. I can't really grab it, but I made this uh, the soldering station. It's got like it's it's got six little handy arm you know clipper things to hold on to stuff while you're soldering. It's got fans to help pull the fumes away, and it folds up, and it's pretty great. And I was really happy with it, but like my soldering iron and stuff like. Was just like like in a zip not not zip like bag but like in a Walmart bag or whatever and so I was I hated it and I don't know why I never thought about this. Oh, it's over there. It's, uh, right oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking with uh, uh man Joseph when we were talking about some different totes and stuff like that. And it finally hit on me. I was like, yeah, this is normally for holding, like, nuts and bolts and stuff like that. But you can remove the dividers. And so now, like, all of my soldering stuff is here. So literally I can take my station in one hand and this in the other and go wherever I need to. And, oh, my God, it's so fantastic. I awesome. I freaking love this. Like, it's <laughs> stupid that how simple this was, but it never crossed my mind. And then soon as it, as soon as I thought, oh, shit, I can put my stuff in there, like, it blew my mind and I'm loving it. When you have that aha moment and you discover something that you that's so simple that makes your life so much easier, it's great. Like Oh yeah. Like for me in my kitchen, I lived in this house probably 8 years 
before um, my friend came over and helped me read it, redo my kitchen and upgrade a lot of stuff. She put knobs and handles on my cabinets. I had gone eight years without them. And once she ha- she put them on there, I was like, how did I ever live without handles and, no- and knobs on the door? Mm-hmm. Because like, aesthetically pleasing, but it just makes it so much easier. I'm not fighting to get it open. And it's it's a stupid little thing that like I could have done eight years ago. It made my life better. But yeah, I love it when you discover those things that are like, oh, Wow. Also, hanging things, hanging things on the wall, I found like helps me get organized. Sometimes going vertical with things. If I'm if I'm looking for ways to you know store stuff, Mm -hmm. like oh I could hang that on a hook or you know whatever, makes it a little easier. Well, like so we just recently, uh, you know, I put in new floors. Last year. God, I'm glad I got that done instead of right now. Um, but we couldn't use our current vacuum. It was a, a bigger, it was this monster Dyson that I've had for a while that still works great, but it, you can't use it on these floors. The, uh, the suction was too great, number one. And number two, the brush movement will actually cause the floors to dull. So we bought this really cheap little stick vacuum, and it was fine, but the cord on it wasn't that long. And... Christy was talked to me into. She's like, it's it's like a hundred dollars. Let's just buy it. It's a, it's like kind of like a stick vacuum, but it's got a battery on it, and you know, uh, it's not a Dyson, but it's got good reviews. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, whatever, we'll give it a shot. And it hangs on the wall, and oh my god, it's like the best thing ever. Like Christy and I have both fallen in love with it because it's right there, and it's it's so easy to just grab it and vacuum up whatever we need to vacuum to the point that like, I'm like. I'm not really using my Roomba as much as I should. I probably should unplug it and let the ba- the battery discharge so that it doesn't ruin the battery. Um, I can't tell you the last time I went out and stepped out in the garage to grab the broom to, you know, sweep up litter or whatever. It's just so much easier to grab this thing and and run with it. And having it, like you said, having it vertical, it's it's and you know our vacuum previously previously used to live in a closet, and now that it's sitting out. And not really taking up much space. It's just so much, you know, it's, you see it, you know, it's there, you just grab it and, and work with it. And I think that's one of the problems that I had. Like, I literally had a box sitting here for well over a year. It's a, um, uh, a disc and belt sander. I got it for not this Christmas, but the previous Christmas. I had never opened it. I, I wanted to open it, I wanted to use it. But I don't have a place – and that's one of the other things is I don't have a place for some of my bigger tools. Like my chop saw and my my uh, sander are sitting out in the shed. We recently redid the shed so I can actually go grab those tools more often. So hopefully I will use them more often. Um, but that's another big thing is not having a space for – especially if you're using – I don't want to say large power tools, but definitely larger power tools, things that really should be – you know, have a place where it lives – you know, it's hard to get those tools, even though they make your life so much easier. It's just like, do I really want to go grab, you know, go get the key to the shed, open up the shed, go grab the chop saw, pull the chop saw out, plug it into an extension, make the two or three cuts I need to cut, sweep up and clean all that stuff up, and then go take everything back. Whereas, like, if I had a shop shop, I would be like, oh, yeah, walk out there and just, you know, done. And it would save me so much time and effort and energy. And it's like I said, it's one of those things. It's like, I can't wait till I have an actual shop where some of these tools can go live and actually be used the way they need to be used. So 
Well, if no one has anything else to add to it, I guess let's go ahead and, and talk about our goals for next time. Uh, would anyone like to go first? Sure. All right, Chris, what, what is your creative goal for next time? So we've discovered through living in a small house and moving here, we are minimalists most of the time. Um, we have a lot of things, but the one thing we are maximalists about is artwork and things that go on the wall. Nice. We are. We ordered more posters. You know, because why not? Didn't need them. Didn't need them, but we got them because they're cool. Uh, So that's our one thing that we kind of collect. Everything else is pretty minimal. So my goal is to have, we have a couple of walls where I can put some of it up because we're sort of waiting for furniture, potential purchases and stuff uh, in the dining room. So we don't know where we're going to put those things. But in the living room here, there's a little corner area here. And then maybe up in the hallway upstairs, I would like to have started a gallery wall of some of our stuff. Anything in particular? Is it like movie posters? Is it artistic posters? <laughs> There's a mix match. Yeah, it's a mix match of a Every, lot of stuff. So it's po- it'll be, well, we ordered posters. Um, which, so we ordered from allposters.com. Turns out if you make it laminated, it amps up the shipping to like $200. If you just make it normal, it's 20 bucks. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah. If you laminate the post, I guess because of the way they have so, to ship them or something. Yeah. We, we ordered oh all laminated posters so, so that they would long. last longer. And the shipping went from, or the shipping was over $200. It was more than what we were buying. I was like, <laughs> nuts. So we went back to, I went through the entire order again and I made them all just posters and yeah, it was like $23 to, yeah. to ship it. I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. Laminate them later. So uh, it'll be uh, artwork that we've collected over the years, posters, and then pictures of the kids and us and stuff we've taken over the years. So it'll be a mixed match of, of all of those things. And yeah, and raise artwork too. Some, we'll, we'll some. see. Some <laughs> I'm, of it. I'm thinking some of it's going to go on it on the Etsy store. Yes, some of it might. Some of it. Well, there's a couple of things I can't because I won't want them. But <laughs> I would like. We can't. Oh, going up. No. And um, but the other the drawback is because Ray's going to build a big giant bookcase eventually here in the living room. I can't put out our tchotchkes. We have a lot of tchotchkes. I can't put them out. I don't have anywhere to put them yeah. right now. So then we just live on our dining room table for, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know Ray, you need to. If you don't know how yet, you need to get in on that. Uh, especially once you shop, get your shop going. You need to get in on that uh, framing game, dude. Because boy, you talk about a lot of friggin' money. Like I refuse to have anything up that doesn't have a frame. But God, it's expensive. It's <laughs> so expensive. We got two things. Two things framed from Michaels. Mm-hmm. It was four hundred dollars. Yeah. Two. I, two uh, my plan, so um, my I, my boss is selling his jointer. Ooh, okay. It's going to be a nice purchase. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be grabbing that from him, and I'd like to get a planer. Yep. Uh, and then with those two, and I think that I can start making my own uh, my own pieces for that. I already know how to do it. The other, the other cool thing is, is I've already got it set up, um, and he and I have talked about um, making our own table. He's already created his own table for the router, mm-hmm. and so showed me how to do it. And so I'll be doing that in the shop as well eventually, so I can do my own routering and everything. And 
nice. It's, so that way I can actually do, you know, for my own framing because, well, yeah, you, you can save a lot of money. <laughs> See, it's to the point that like I've got some more posters, some smaller posters that I want to put up that uh, a friend gave me that. The only reason I haven't put them up, I refuse to put up anything that's not framed or whatever. I just because it, it tends to get beat up or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, I could start buying, you know, little frames for it or whatever. But I'm just like, I could probably 3D print the frame and glue it together, and it would look halfway decent. I just it's one of those things I haven't looked into, and probably I probably should because then I've got a bunch of artwork I could put up, and I wouldn't have to go spend ridiculous money for a frame. So. Yes. So, all right. So, uh, so, so, uh, decorating, decorating the house. Yes. Because right. that, that's, I'm good. I saw this thing where I'm going to tape out the space I need on the floor first before I start nailing shit into the wall. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do that, lay it all out where I like it first and then put it up on the wall. Good deal. Yeah. Ray, what's your, uh, creative project before next time? Before next time, I'm getting this thing to work. Good deal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I've got a computer that I'm going to be getting uh, so that Quinn can use it. Um, and then, because that's part of the creative process. It is. <laughs> uh, and then the other, the other one by the end of this is also that I'm going to start getting my shop set up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at least cleaned out. That's that's where I need it to be is uh, is out, uh, get, and actually gone through. So I know what I'm keeping, what I'm getting rid of, uh, getting those piles all started up. So very cool, Jen. What's your project before next time? Um, this isn't necessarily a creative project, but it's a necessary one, and it's I'm just gonna try to get some kind of a watering system in all of my garden beds and pots, flower pots and everything. Cause yeah, I, I need to not have to go out every day and do it. Especially if I want to travel whenever things get somewhat back to normal or even just, you know, yep. do an overnight camping trip. <laughs> I can't, you know, be here to water it all the time. So figuring that out. Hmm. Have you looked on YouTube for ideas or I've just read some articles and talk to a few people and I yeah I'm not sure what I want to do or how how much it's going to cost that's another big thing yeah <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a pretty penny I can imagine uh Lauren what is your project before next time so I I have a couple that I need to do so I need to clean up my space I don't know if y'all can see behind me but like over here in the corner where you can't see good it's like a disaster like nothing's in its place I've been working on making masks and stuff, and then I just end up, like, throwing things in here. And then it just starts to get buried under itself. Yep. So I want to clean this up. And, I, um, of course, Savannah's needs to be worked on. And then I've got horns back here that I've started on that have to be finished. So those are my goals. Good Hopefully deal. not a million masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally had to just kind of say, all right, well, here's the donations. Um, hope it all works out for you. If you need any more, let me know. I'm done. Uh, and luckily, <laughs> no one else is. I've had a few people contact me here and there, like little little specific things, but not like, hey, we really could use another hundred 
or you know 50 or whatever so um but yeah i i i i i've i've been in that boat not as not as long as you were but uh yeah i understand that so babysitting three printers every two hours to change stuff was maddening so (laughs) that's what you had to do if you if you're going to stay up you had to keep going so um my project, like I said, here in about a week and a half, I'm going to have to go back to work for about a week and a half, so that's going to cut into quite a bit of the time. Um, I've just got to get my Proton Pack done. Like That's my focus. Once I get that done, uh, I've got several other projects already lined up that I'd like to work on. Um, but yeah, I've promised myself no other projects until this thing is done. Like I've got to get this thing done. Um, just because once I do, I can, it's a major check mark. Um, I'm actually looking at possibly selling some plans for it, but I didn't feel right selling plans if I didn't have it exactly the way I wanted it. Because I didn't want to go, oh, hey, listen, I know you already bought the plans and probably started working on it. I found a better way to do it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got to work on that. So Proton Pack is is, what, is my focus. So, um, And Sean got his taxes done, so I, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I don't know what else he's working on. So. I- I think having a head that doesn't ache all the time would yeah. be a good idea. Yeah, that would probably be helpful because I know he's been hit with a lot of migraines here recently. So, um, Well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on uh, iTunes, Google Music, uh, 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 Stitcher, wherever it is you find the podcast. You can also find us on uh, YouTube. We do put a, uh, the video version of the show up on YouTube if you prefer to uh, see our lovely faces. Um you can also check out uh, the show at epicallygeeky.com and epicallygeeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And definitely check out our other shows. Uh, the last epi- episode of Epically Geeky we did was really fun. We resurrected a, a topic we haven't done in four years. Um, if, if, you, <laughs> if, if you were wondering who the best person to vote for when it comes to a, uh, a 90s sitcom character, uh, we might be able to help you out. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then our marginally geeky show, Team we Rose. started, <laughs> we started reading, uh, reading the, um, uh, first Star Wars book in the, uh, aftermath trilogy. We're going to be working on the next one here coming up. Um, sustainably geeky just had an episode drop, which was really interesting about, uh, uh, seed saving. And, uh, so, you know, if you're interested in gardening or, uh, you know, in getting into it, that was definitely a really good show to listen to. Uh, and then procrastinators will get to it eventually. So <laughs> your <laughs> so official motto. Pretty much between now and later, you'll see it. That's right. Now and later. I like that. <laughs> um, where can we find you online? Uh, Ray, uh, the reluctant Yeti uh, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, obviously here procrastinators whenever we get around to it. Uh, epically geeky, uh marginally geeky now i haven't been on those ones recently because i (laughs) i haven't been able to catch up to those books but uh i did download uh the book you finished up there eugene um that sean recommended oh yes yes i actually finished the sixth book so (laughs) so i plan on starting the first book tomorrow on my way to work because i've got a an hour commute now and I'm looking forward to actually being able to uh, listen to two hours of book a day. So Nice. Good deal. Uh, Chris, where can we find you online? You can find me here and Marginally Geeky and Ethically Geeky and Sustainably Geeky. 
and on Instagram at the Borough Life. Nice. Uh, Jen, where can we find you online? Um, pretty much all the same shows Chris mentioned. Epically Geeky, Creatively Geeky, Marginally Geeky, and Sustainably Geeky. Um, like you said, we have our latest show about seed saving and gardening, which is pretty cool. And then next month we will talk about plastics in preparation for Plastic Free July. Um, and I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Het's Gonna Be Me. Lauren, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at Lauren Ray Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, if you want to follow my individual wacky adventure, you can follow me at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.